0: Is fantasy football frenzy? You want the latest info? How's your lineup looking? It's not good. Who's hurt? Who's injured? Is listed as questionable. Questionable. What does that mean? No one knows what that means. Matchup breakdowns. First game today is too close to call. Aww. You need an edge to pound your opposition. Like if I start him and then he doesn't play, I literally have nothing in the bank. Got no backup. Fantasy expert Jeff Mellon. I mean, they know if they're playing. They know. They should tell us. Have it for you. How many leagues are you licking? I'm in 12 leagues right here. Well, that is just pure fantasy football. On ESPN 1000. Ah, that NFL Films music always gets me going every Sunday morning. I am Jeff Meller, here for you and your fantasy football team. It is that time of year, the fantasy football playoffs for most of you folks out there. Hopefully you're in. Hopefully... Maybe you have a bye and you're kind of just kicking your feet up, relaxing and saying, I'm going to watch all the suckers in the rest of my league go at it while I kind of just wait idly by for next week. Well, congratulations to you if you do have that bye. But if you're not one of those two lucky folks who have a bye in the playoffs and it is playoff time for you, give me a call. 312-332-3776. I will help you sort out all of your fantasy football issues and hopefully get you that dub as you can hopefully move on to next week as well so uh follow me on twitter at jeff underscore meller reach out that way as well but let's get it started with all the key injuries that you need to be aware of giants at redskins Manny, back to throw under pressure he lobs one left for beckham touchdown giants He just lobbed it up there left and let Beckham run under it as he took a lot of pressure, but nobody covered Odell Beckham Jr. Bad defensive strategy. Stunner, as we learned yesterday, Odell Beckham Jr. will not be playing today as the Giants play the Redskins. Odell Beckham Jr., again, not going to be active today. This is a big blow because... A lot of folks did not see this coming. I know I was caught by surprise when I found out yesterday that Odell Beckham was out. If you, you know, a lot of folks I know on Saturdays kind of use that as a family day, knowing that they're going to spend all day Sunday watching football. So you try and kind of decompress, maybe put the sports away for the day. And all of a sudden you get that alert on your, your smartphone and you are crushed if you are an Odell Beckham Junior owner. The action to take, if it's available to you, is go ahead and scoop up Sterling Shepard. He's not widely available, but in your more shallow leagues, he may be there for you. I think Sterling Shepard steps in and sees a much bigger volume of targets than he has been throughout the season. I think this is probably good for Saquon Barkley's workload, although it's not like he was going to be benched by anybody who owns him. So we'll just move right on from Saquon Barkley. He's a must start. But Shepard obviously sees the biggest uptick in targets. Evan Engram also slated to return for the Giants in this game. So that's good news for Engram owners, I think. I think if you're an Evan Engram owner and you were wondering, should I use him, I think the lack of Odell Beckham in this game because the tight end position is such a wasteland it's an easy move for me to say i'm going to go ahead and start evan engram today if i own him the uh the fact that odell beckham is not going to be playing for the giants today just makes that one an easy move for me so sterling shepherd evan engram arrow pointing up and of course odell beckham he's got the big red cross he's not going to go today so sorry to be the bearer of bad news if you were unaware but uh that's the biggest news in fantasy football today. Steelers at Raiders. Eye on second and goal, and pounding into the end zone for his second touchdown of the game is James Conner. James Conner, he's been a revelation for fantasy owners out there this year. Stepped right in for Le'Veon Bell and was very productive. Chances are, uh, actually, James Conner and Todd Gurley, the two players found most frequently on fantasy playoff rosters and that is not really surprising but James Conner obviously was drafted at a much later point than Todd Gurley was so he's been a huge coup if you were able to draft him and you weren't the Le'Veon Bell owner so what do you do now well Jalen Samuels that's the name you want to be aware of he's the guy who if he's available in your league go ahead and grab him if you play in the Yahoo format he's actually tight end eligible because he played a majority of his snaps at tight end in college. So Jalen Samuels is actually one of those wonky little one. it's it's wonky in that you can go ahead and slot him in at your tight end position and he's a, for the most part a must start for me at that tight end spot if you were able to nab him in Yahoo. If you play in the superior league the superior format ESPN leagues he is only running back eligible because he will be Running the ball for the Steelers today. Steven Ridley also in the backfield for the Steelers. Maybe if you're completely desperate and you need, you know, a dart throw that can save you, Steven Ridley could be that option. I'm not going out of my way to start Steven Ridley. This is just a complete long shot. You have no real options. It's a deeper league. Ridley could be somebody who might see 10 to 12 carries and could see a little bit of goal line action as well. Again, I prefer Jalen Samuels, especially in PPR formats, but Stephen Ridley is somebody to be aware of. If you're a Connor owner and you're in between, who do I go through, Samuels or Ridley? Samuels would be my preference there. Broncos at 49ers. Garoppolo under center. And he will turn and feed Breida again, this time to the right. Breida breaks past the line, 40. Breida cuts back, middle 50. Running across the field the 40. Down the near side, 30. Claim Garcon for a block, 20. Breida, 10. Breida cuts back, and he's gone. Touchdown, 49ers. Blitz on the way. Simeon floats one of the end zone. Sanders with the catch. Touchdown. Sanders gets up, takes a bow, and then fires a Nolan Ryan fastball right into the back of the end zone. So Matt Breida, he is out, which means Jeff Wilson will step in and be the featured back 40 of the 49ers. And Emmanuel Sanders suffers a torn Achilles in practice this week. Another tough blow because he's been so productive for fantasy players out there this year. Don't think there's any real movement for a fantasy owner in terms of what you can do off the waiver wire with Emmanuel Sanders with the loss of him. Cortland Sutton, probably the player who will see the biggest, will be the big, biggest benefactor of Samuel Sanders absence. And I could see a scenario where I would feel okay. Starting Cortland Sutton, especially in PPR formats. I think uh, he's probably the number one wide receiver and against the 49ers. That's a decent matchup. So Cortland Sutton, the name to move on there in terms of Jeff Wilson you look running back it's always it's always tough to find that second running back or maybe a flex option and i think Jeff Wilson who's a pretty solid pass catching back more of a third down back kind of similar to the type of player that Matt Prida is 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 worth a play if uh you grabbed him off the waiver wire and were able to get him he's somebody who is worth a start although Of the other names I mentioned, I actually prefer Jalen Samuels to Jeff Wilson. If you're deciding between the two hot waiver wire pickups this week colts at texans andrew luck to throw looking looking going out to the right side still looking now he's a runner he's at the 10 throws upfield in the end zone is it it a catch yes ty hilton touchdown touchdown a five-yard pass from andrew luck his third touchdown of the season and the colts lead 20 to nothing so the news just broke probably 10 minutes ago per adam schefter ty hilton will play today with the shoulder injury that he's been dealing with all week long against the Texans. Colts at Texans right here on ESPN 1000 starting at noon, so make sure you're locked in all day as uh, I will be up with Chris Bleck and Adam Abdallah at 9 to noon. We'll be talking lots of Bears and Rams, a little bit of that Bulls disaster last night, leading you right up to Colts at Texans on ESPN 1000. And as I just said, T.Y. Hilton will be on the field for the Colts today, so that's good news for Hilton owners out there. Although, I will say... I'm a bit concerned and if you have other good options, if I see a lot of T.Y. Hilton calls today, which I do anticipate, and there are some other solid options in your lineup, I would not necessarily hesitate to go with the other options because it seems like that shoulder injury has been hindering T.Y. Hilton a bit this year and uh, I'm a little bit reluctant maybe if I have other options to go elsewhere today, but T.Y. Hilton will be available if you need him. Bengals at Chargers. Right to left, hands off to Gord, works the right side of that line. He's got a lane outside the numbers. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, flash, Gordon, 28 yards for number 28. On first down, here's a pitch to the left. Mixon down to the five, fighting for the goal line. Touchdown, Bengals, as Mixon takes it the final 11 yards and begins a dance in the back of the end zone. Alright, we got some uh, good news, bad news scenario here. I'll start with the good news. Joe Mixon has been removed from the injury report for the Bengals. So, if you're a Joe Mixon owner, go ahead and put him in the lineup. Melvin Gordon, not gonna go. I know we were maybe hopeful that uh, he would be back for the playoffs, but that was always going to be a completely optimistic view of reading that uh, scenario because I think if you really critically looked at it, you knew that Melvin Gordon was not gonna be back in two weeks and when you look ahead to the schedule, next week, the Chargers and Chiefs have a epic showdown for the division, or what could very well be the division. If the Chargers have any hopes of winning the division, they're going to need to win that game next Thursday. And again, that's a Thursday game, so it never really was practical that Melvin Gordon would be back for this week's game against the Bengals. So Melvin Gordon, maybe we'll see him next week, but uh, no guarantees yet, which means but You got Austin Eckler, who if you watched last Sunday night's game, very unimpressive in the featured role. Justin Jackson came on late, late third quarter, fourth quarter, saw his fair share of carries and really did something with them when he had the opportunity to. And so you have to wonder what's the split going to be like. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see the Northwestern product, Justin Jackson, get more carries in this game and Austin Eckler maybe go back to being... The role he was in with Melvin Gordon, healthy. In fact, that would be my guess. I wouldn't feel great about starting Justin Jackson today, but I understand this is the playoffs, and sometimes you find yourself, especially in the deeper leagues, looking at a guy who you're unsure of. And Justin Jackson, the way he ran last week and with a pretty great matchup against the Bengals, is somebody I can see playing very easily if, uh, if you need to. Vikings at Seahawks. First and ten, the play fake. Russell looks, going to lay it up for the end zone. Doug Baldwin, reaches out, make the catch. Is he in? He is. Touchdown, Seahawks. Boy, Doug Baldwin, the news has not been good all week. He has been dealing with this groin injury, it seems like, all year long. And if you listen to Pete Carroll, who is generally a very very optimistic pro player when he's discussing injuries about how how quickly they'll be back on the field he was not optimistic this week regarding doug baldwin and with that being tomorrow night's monday night football game vikings at seahawks on espn that is a concern and if you're a doug baldwin owner i mean you probably have been frustrated all year long this might be a very good opportunity to say you know what this is all i need to see there is no reason to press the issue with it being a Monday night game and with Pete Carroll being, you know, cautious about him all week long. I could see Doug Baldwin being on my bench this week if I'm a Baldwin owner. Rams at Bears. Trubisky will keep. And to the end zone, touchdown, Mitchell Trubisky. A spike big time. Uh, let's hope Mitch is spiking lots of footballs tonight. As the Bears host the Rams on the lakefront at Soldier Fields, Cannot wait. I will be in attendance with my son. And I know you Bears fans out there have been watching the status of Mitch all week. Well, he was officially removed from the injury report with the shoulder injury that has been bothering him the last few weeks that has caused him to miss the last few games. Well, Mitch is back. And you know the Bears are going to have to score points if they want to contend with the rams so for all you bears skill position owners out there that is good news because Allen robinson i think sees an uptick uh, tariq cohen i mean not that after obviously last week you're probably locked into starting him anyway but all this is good news and trey burton as well i think sees a big uh up uptick in his role because mitch Mitch is just just a better player than Chase Daniel not that you need me to tell you that So, Mitch will be back in under center for the Bears as they host the Rams in what will be the game that the entire football universe is waiting on this week All right, there are all your key injuries I'll also mention Isaiah Crowell will be active for the Jets if you need him against the Bills and uh, Calvin Benjamin he was released and then signed by the Chiefs this week don't pick up kelvin benjamin and use kelvin benjamin do not do that he is a name who had a great rookie year and since then has been nothing but disappointing don't be fooled and think kelvin benjamin on one of the best offenses in the league is all of a sudden going to be a player you want to start he may catch a touchdown or two going forward but i would not feel comfortable starting him all right there are your key injuries Again, I'm Jeff Meller. If I did not mention a player who you were worried about this week, chances are he was removed from the injury report, specifically guys like Julio Jones, Kenny Galladay, Stefan Diggs, all removed from the injury report, so they will play. All right, let's head on out to the phones again. 312-332-3776 if you are in your fantasy football playoffs and need some help. Mike in Mount Prospect. Whoa, good morning, Mike. What's up? I want to stay stay in a warm tonight with your son, okay? Oh, we're going to layer up, Mike. That's the only way to do it. Yeah, a boy. All right, I've got a PPR league. Bottom line, if I win today, I'm in the money at least, you know. So I've got... I got unfortunately injuries and uh, suspension. If you know what I mean, uh, the only two running backs that can start are Gus Edwards mm-hmm. against Kansas City. He's a terrible uh, defense against the run, but who sure. knows with that they may be passing all time, and he doesn't catch passes yep. in a PPR league. The other option is Marlon Mack, but all the experts are saying go with Gus Edwards. I wanted to know this expert, Jeff. Uh time. Mike. Well, I appreciate the uh, lofty expert status, and I will give it to you. I, I'm, you know what, I'm going to agree with the uh, the other experts. Marlon Mack, look, he had the one monster week. I don't know, it was a month ago where he scored a couple of long touchdowns and kind of you know, fooled a lot of people into thinking he might be the featured back you needed to cement the rest of your roster. But you pointed out, Mike, the Chiefs, that run defense is not good. And let's be honest, the way Lamar Jackson is going to run that offense, the way the Ravens are going to win this game today, and they are very viable for a playoff spot. They're going to have to control the... The, the clock with a running game and Gus Edwards I think will feature prominently I, in fact, I you know, look Mac he's going to have to break a long run to really make your day, I feel comfortable saying I would start Gus Edwards and not really close with Marlon Mack after what he's done over the last month. Thank you No problem Mike, thanks for getting up with us again he drops off which leaves the line open for you, so give us a call 312-332-3776 let's go on out to Lombard and say hello to Kevin, what's up Kev? Morning, Jeff. How are you, sir? I'm um, very good. Mike I've got, I uh, lost Breda, and I also lost On Johnson this week. They're both my starting running backs, so I've got choices on the waiver wire of Theo Reddick, uh, Stephen Ridley, Duke Johnson, or Jeff Wilson, Jr. Do you need? I need two. You need two, two of those. More.
1: And is it a? Oh,
0: and it's a PPR. Okay, at least it's a PPR. All right, so uh, Jeff Wilson, he for sure is locked in. And then you come down to Riddick versus Duke Johnson for me. It's because the PPR format, again, Ridley's kind of just a complete flyer. Uh, I, I, I expect Samuels to see more of the carries. So for me, Ridley would just be, uh, you know, you're hoping and praying that he's the goal line back, And it's really, we have no certainty of knowing that. So in the PPR format, Theo Riddick versus Duke Johnson. I think Theo Riddick is probably the safer bet there, Kev. So I would uh, go with Wilson and Riddick. Thanks, man. No problem. Let's go to Woodridge and say good morning to Dennis. Morning. How are you doing? Uh, Not too bad. Okay, I got actually two questions. Uh, First one is I got either Trubisky or Cousins to start as quarterback. It's a PPR league. And then I got three out of the next four receivers I'd have to start. Either Adams, Brandon Cooks, Allen Robinson, or um, Tyler Boyd. All right, Dennis, so I know he's been, look, Tyler Boyd without A.J. Green, you know, all year long has been very productive, but all those guys you you listed, he is the player I am least confident in with uh, Jeff Driscoll under center. So I'm going to say I would bench Boyd and then your quarterback dilemma, Trubisky versus Cousins. For me, it's tough, but I'm going to say I'm I'm, going to go with Trubisky here. I think the Bears are going to need to score a lot of points, and while I'm, you know, I'm I'm not going to lie, I'm a little concerned as a Bears fan, but from a fantasy owner's perspective, I think Trubisky is uh, the better play as opposed to Cousins on the road in Seattle. All right, great. Thank you so much. No problem, Dennis. Hopefully that works out for you. Let's go to Hoffman Estates. What's up, Gerald? Good morning, Jeff. Thanks so much. Great show. Coming down to the stretch. I need you for the playoffs. I don't win today. I'm kicked out. I need two running backs uh, out of these four in a non-PPR league. Okay. Mixon. Yes. Carson. Okay. Ridley. Wilson. All right. So, immediately, we're going to eliminate Ridley. Just the volume that Mixon, Carson, and Wilson, I expect to see from all those three, uh, supersedes Ridley. So, that's pretty easy. Mixon, it... This is tough. I, I, I'm going to say put Jeff Wilson in. I think he's the featured back today for the 49ers. So I sure. see a fairly decent workload for him. Then it comes down to Mixon versus Carson. And look, Mixon is just a more talented player. And, right. and you, yeah, I know. I can hear the, you're just a little like reluctant there, Gerald. But, uh, yeah. you know, for me, Mixon over Carson, the tough matchup for... For Carson against the Vikings D, so I'm going to say Mixon and Wilson would be my plays. Okay, I, can I get one one other in there for him quickly? Yeah, sure, go ahead. Deshaun Watson or Wilson as my quarterback. Ooh, you are uh, in a good yeah. spot there. You know, I'm going to say I would use Deshaun Watson against the Colts. Uh, Russell Wilson, yeah. the uh, passing yardage is sometimes su- suppressed, especially with uh, you know the way the Seahawks seem to be running their offense this year. They want to run the ball quite frequently. So I would say go ahead and use Deshaun Watson with the uh, Colts in town. Again, that game is can be heard right here on ESPN 1000. All right, this is Fantasy Football Frenzy. Lines are loaded, but uh, if you stick around, keep trying. We'll try and get you in and help you win your playoff matchup today. Again, I'm Jeff Meller with you every Sunday morning starting at 8 a.m. Fantasy Football Frenzy. What do you do if on Thursday night you're getting ready for your fantasy football matchup? And all of a sudden, with a big smile across your face, you're like, I can't believe my opponent is actually going to start Derrick Henry. I cannot believe it. And all of a sudden, you're not so happy. We'll talk about that next right here on ESPN 1000. This is Fantasy Football Frenzy. Mariota. Gives it to Henry, Henry bounces it outside, 5, 10, 15, stiff arm, 20, 25, 30, 40, skip arm, 50, 40, Boy, oh boy, was that something on Thursday night if you watched that debacle. This is Fantasy Football Frenzy, presented by Twin Peaks, the ultimate sports lodge. Eats, drinks, scenic views. I'm Jeff Meller here on ESPN 1000. And of course, uh, what were you doing starting Derrick Henry if you did? You're crazy. There's no reason to do that if you're in the playoffs. I will say, the only viable argument I could have made for starting Derrick Henry is in deeper formats. I'm talking like, you know, 14 plus size leagues. And I happen to play in a 16 teamer. If you're familiar with the Waddle and Sylvie show, the show league, the loser of the league, the the person that scores the least amount of points through the fantasy football regular season, which is 13 weeks has to take the ACT test. That was the punishment we agreed upon at the beginning of the year and wouldn't you know it at the end of 13 weeks last week jordan Cornett lost to marcus le of wgn by two points and sure enough that means that uh, team cornet was squared off against the coaster bureau chief in the the uh old consolation black bracket that nobody seems to care about and Jordan, again, it has already been decided. Jordan Cornett has to take the ACT test. Well, Jordan Cornett, he has Derrick Henry. And uh, let me just tell you, 47 points later, 47 meaningless points later, Jordan Cornett still needs to take the ACT test. So uh, I'm sure he's going to uh, be looking forward to that sometime soon maybe at a high school near you all right this is fantasy football frenzy on ESPN 1000 and uh, if you are squared off against derrick henry we'll try and help you out but uh it's going to be tough to come back from that no doubt about it let's go on out to uh, elkhorn wisconsin and say hello to dave hey dave morning jeff i i as a matter of fact i dropped henry a couple weeks ago but i wasn't using him anyway dave, uh, dave you and every other fantasy football owner this year yeah all right uh I got a couple quick ones, if you don't mind. Uh, I uh, was curious, would you start Cousins or Mayfield? And then, also, I lost Beckham in one of my leagues, and I couldn't believe Shepard was out there. Would you start him over Josh Allen and uh, Calvin Ridley? Uh, Josh Allen? Yeah. Uh, I thought, Allen, running back from the... Josh Adams, I'm sorry. Josh the Adams. Thank you. Philly. Okay. Yeah. So so uh Shepard Adams, is it a PPR, Dave, or is it Yes it is. Yeah, in the PPR format, Josh Adams, you know, that's where he takes a huge hit. Um I w I would use Shepard because I do think the volume should be there for him in that scoring format. If it was standard, I would say Adams, but yeah, in the PPR I'd go Shepard. Then uh Mayfield versus Cousins. <sighs> I'm gonna say I would use Kirk Cousins like I know Mayfield's been pretty good lately but I just trust trust the volume that should be there for Cousins and if the Vikings are going to I think you can feel pretty good Cousins is usually good for at least two scores Mayfield I'm just I'm not completely sold yet that he's a fantasy guy you want to rely on especially in the playoffs so I would use Cousins over Mayfield Dave All right, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. No problem. All right, again, 312-332-3776 if you want to get in. That's how PJ in East Chicago dialed us up. Hey, PJ. Morning, guys. Morning. What's up? All right, I need some help. I started Fournette in my flex. Okay. So now I need two running backs, LeSean McCoy, Chris Carson, AJM Peterson, Josh Adams, or Jeff Wilson, Jr. All right, is it... uh standard or ppr ppr all right boy i can't believe i'm going to say this but i think i would use jeff wilson because and, and but i'll admit pj if you want like it also too because of the four net you took a little bit of a hit i think the upside play is jeff wilson because he looks to mm-hmm. be in line to be the feature back and uh you know he's he's more of a third down back similar to brita so I expect him to catch quite yeah. a few passes. A lot of the other guys you have, your Adams, Peterson, Carson. I'm going to eliminate LaShawn McCoy at this point because it's just tough, you know, to trust yeah. the Bills' offense these days. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say Wilson, and I guess I, I would use Adrian Peterson. I think they're going to have to Peterson. lean on, lean on him if they want to win this game. And obviously, they're in the playoff race, and they're you know, with Mark Sanchez under center. I think uh, I think Adrian Peterson. We'll be seeing quite a few carries today. Okay. Against the Giants. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. Good luck to you, PJ. Let's try Chris in Rockford on ESPN 1000. Hey, Chris. Morning, guys. How's it going? Uh, not too bad. Uh, the Standard League, I need to know who else I should start alongside Gurley. Because I know, obviously, Gurley's a must-start every week. Mm-hmm. Um, so Aaron Jones versus Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Or I picked up Justin Jackson last week when Melbourne we we'll do the Melvin Gordon sure. deal. So should I start him or Jones? All right, Chris, this is a situation where I try not to get too cute. Look, there's a chance Justin Jackson could outperform Aaron Jones today, but Aaron Jones is clearly the, I think, let's over the last few weeks when Mike McCarthy was still the head coach, they had begun to finally feature Aaron Jones. Now last week, for whatever reason, they got Jamal Williams back in the mix, but the, the good news is with Joe Philbin now calling plays, you have to trust that Aaron Jones should see a fairly heavy workload. And against that Atlanta Falcons defense, which has just been decimated by injury all year long, I'm not even, not even no second thoughts. Aaron Jones, lock him into your lineup uh, and don't look back. In, look, that's a scenario, too, where I know some sometimes people, when they're playing fantasy football, they get all worked up over making the right decisions on picking the guy they look everybody wants to start the perfect lineup everybody wants to have the guy in there who has the best day but truth be told the way after doing this for over 25 years now i personally i don't fret the when i make a wrong decision as long as i feel like i made the right choice and week in and week out it's a probability play sometimes justin jackson will outscore aaron jones but more times than not Aaron Jones, who is a dynamic player and will probably see more carries than Justin Jackson, is the better play. So again, even though Justin Jackson may outscore Aaron Jones today, I personally feel more comfortable starting Aaron Jones and betting on him outscoring Justin Jackson more times than not. Let's try Victor, who's in Logan Square. What's up, Victor? Hey, what's going on? Uh, no. man, love, love the show, man. Ah, thanks, Victor. What do you got yeah, for me? Um, I got, uh, I got, I started a Leonard Fournette, and, um, I got really low score on that, so I, I'm trying to come back. I got Tariq Cohen, James mm-hmm. White, and uh, Austin Eckler. And, standard PPR, uh, so, uh, D- you said PPR, Victor? Yeah. yeah. All right, so, and let's, let's take out Austin Eckler. I think we saw all we needed to see from him last weekend. With Justin Jackson lurking, the opportunities will not be as, as good as they should have been last week for Eckler. So for me, I'm going to use Tariq Cohen I, pretty easily because the problem with James White is you're dealing with not just Sony Michelle anymore, but also Rex Burkhead being a factor in the Patriots' backfield. So Tariq Cohen is clearly the Bears' best option out of the backfield and you saw last week, you know, they they ran that uh that uh circle route ad nauseum uh, against the Giants and I don't expect the Rams to get beaten as frequently but I do trust the role that Tariq Cohen plays in the Bears offense these days. Let's try David who's in Joliet. Hey Dave. How you doing? Good morning. How you all right, doing I got I'm doing all right. Um I got three quarterbacks. Uh, one quarterback league: okay. Baker Mayfield, Mitch Trubisky, or Russell Wilson. Let's go with Russ in that scenario. I just look Mayfield, Trubisky. They have a much bigger potential for the bus factor out there. Russ, he's he's consistent. He's solid, and the Seahawks have really turned their season around since where where they were at the beginning of the year. And uh, I just feel better about. Uh, Leaving my fate in Russell Wilson's hands over Trubisky and Mayfield at this point. Let's try Mike, who's in Lincoln Square. What's up, guys? Good morning. Um, two parts to this question. First of all, I've had uh, finished my season eleven to two, and I'm terrified that I'm going to blow it now in the first round of the playoffs. That's how every good team feels. <laughs> yeah. Um, so obviously, I got Gurley. He's starting. Uh, Lamar Miller's been a stud for me the last few weeks, but I did pick up Samuels. So okay. Do I start Miller? Do I stick with Miller? Or do I put Samuels in there? Did you say, is it, is it? uh, Half PPR. I'm sorry, half point PPR? Yeah, half point PPR. Yeah, the only thing I was even thinking about was a full point PPR where I might consider Samuels. But like you said, Mike Miller's been better with the last few weeks with, uh, now, let's not, let's be honest. The the long touchdown run can make your day, you know, every week and it skews things a little bit. But Lamar Miller has certainly been their their goal line back. And like I said, I'm a little bit scared that Stephen Ridley could play a role on the goal line for the Steelers today. So uh, Samuels I like for some teams. But in your situation with Lamar Miller, I would uh, I would not get too cute there. Because we really don't know exactly what the Steelers have in store in their backfield. We're reading the tea leaves there. It seems like Jalen Samuels will see the most work. But again, when you've got a guy who you know is the bell cow in Lamar Miller, I would work with him. And I got Robert Woods as my flex against the Bears tonight. Do I keep him in there, or would you put Samuels in the flex? And yeah, no, out? I'm going to keep Woods in there because, especially without Cup, it's a situation where you know the volume will be there for Robert Woods, and when you've got the the young boy genius Sean McVeigh designing plays, I want a piece of that whenever I can. Robert Woods is clearly the one A to the Brandon Cooks, you know, uh, top receiving threat. So. Keep Woods in your lineup if you have him. Let's try Brian in Old Irving Park. What's up, Bri? What's going on? Um, I got uh, standard leagues. I need one of these four receivers. I got Kelvin Ridley, um, Jarvis Landry, Sterling Shepard, Doug Baldwin. And you said you need one of those? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to use Sterling Shepard. Again, if you're just joining us, Odell Beckham Jr. was ruled out yesterday due to the quad bruise. He will not play for the Giants. And so Sterling Shepard leaps up in my ranks. So like if if you're looking at Sterling Shepard, he's a solid play today without Odell Beckham in the lineup. If you look back last year when Odell Beckham was gone for the year, Sterling Shepard was very productive in games when Odell Beckham was not in the lineup. And uh, I expect to see him do quite well today for the Giants. Let's try Rodney, who's in Orland Park. Hey, Rodney. Good morning, guys. Uh, got a quarterback question. I have uh, Dak Prescott and Carson Wentz. I'm going to say I would use Carson Wentz over Dak Prescott. I'm always a little concerned with Dak that, the you know, the game goes in a direction where the Cowboys are featuring Zeke and if – if Zeke doesn't take a screen pass or Amari Cooper doesn't take the, you know, take make it a great play, I'm always a little bit concerned about Dak Prescott's passing numbers and Carson whereas Carson Wentz, I know the Eagles are going to need to generally throw the ball to score. I obviously Josh Adams is a factor on the goal line, but I always feel like the way the offense is run, I'm a little concerned that you could be limited with uh, Dak Dak's upside, whereas Carson Wentz still has a potential three or four touchdown game in his bag. I'm not always confident with Dak Prescott in that scenario. Let's try Joe in Yorkville who also Oh, Joe, did I just answer your question, Wentz well, versus Prescott? For you though. All right. Fire Grant your second Kittles. one at me. Gronk or Kittle?s Ooh. So Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, no, uh is it uh is it standard or PPR, Joe? PPR. Okay, in PPR I'm going to use actually George Kittle because Gronk, you know, he's the the big play. If it's there, he'll, he'll make your week, but George Kittle is the, the top option for the 49ers these days. And he's somebody who in a PPR format, I cannot get away from using. In fact, George Kittle in PPR for me is right now the third tight, third best tight end going right behind Travis Kelsey and Zach Ertz. So we've come to the stage of his career, I think, where Rob Gronkowski is, he's not a clear cut, uh, You know, number one tight end these days with so many other tight ends just piling up the volume. Let's try Steve who's in Carroll stream with another quarterback question. What's up, Steve? Morning. Thanks for taking my call. No problem. Brady or golf? Interesting because Tom Brady in Miami, it's been a bit of a house of horrors for Tom Brady throughout his career. Miami youth, you know, they have owned the AFC East for the entirety of his career, but the truth is that In Miami, it's the one place where Tom Brady doesn't necessarily play as well. So I'm going to say, even against the Bears defense, this is where I trust what Sean McVay does so well. And I would use Jared Goff over Tom Brady's day, Steve. Thanks a lot. No problem. I know Bears fans probably don't want to hear that. We'll dive into a lot more Bears Rams breakdown coming up at 9 o'clock as Chris Black and Adam Abdallah join me here in studio on ESPN 1000. Chicago's game day, we'll be talking lots and lots of Bears and Rams. We will keep our eye on the baseball hot stove. I know Chris Black will have Twitter open and be monitoring everything that's going down with all your baseball updates, White Sox fans. I know you are got your eye on Bryce Harper. And don't worry, we will also touch on that Bulls debacle against the Celtics last night. In fact, we'll probably spend quite a bit of time talking Bulls and Celtics. But right now, this is Fantasy Football Frenzy got about eh, 7 minutes left talking to you helping you figure out your lineup again 312 332 3776 that's what Craig dialed. hey Craig you're in Gray's Lake. what's up hi good morning i have a uh, i'm in a full point ppr going back and forth between Humphrey's and Galladay. yeah you know i humphrey's look he's been really good i can't, you can't you can't deny what he's done but when you're operating like him out of the slot and you're clearly the I can't even say third. He's he's about the fourth option on the Bucks. Now they don't, they don't run the ball effectively at all, and so the volume generally is there. But for me, Kenny Galladay is 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 just the clear cut number one option for the Lions. And I know it was a little bit disappointing last week against the Rams. The Rams really sold out to stop Galladay. Uh, I'm sorry, the Lions. Yeah, yeah. The Rams sold out to stop Galladay against the Lions and make sure that someone else could beat them. And clearly, the Lions don't have many other options these days without Golden Tate. But that be the case, I want the most talented player when it's Kenny Galladay versus Adam Humphreys. And for me, it's a no-brainer. I'm using Galladay every day of the week. Great, thanks. No problem. I like when they're easy like that. That just makes my decision. I feel more comfortable. And again, this is a situation where I never worry. I know you guys may not want to hear this, but I don't worry so much about giving you the right answer. I, I obviously want to give you the right answer, but it's more about, um, you know, not necessarily giving you that who's going to score the most points, but kind of work through the process of who's the smartest play. Because we can't predict the future, and if you can grasp that basic reality of fantasy football, I think you can live with yourself more when you make lineup decisions. It's it, like it's we want to obviously put the best player in the line uh, in your lineup, but you can't predict the future, so don't be so hard on yourself if you pick the wrong player. Just try and work through the process. It's it's a very Theo Epstein type uh, mantra trust the process. If you if you trust the process and you make the wrong decision you can live with yourself a little bit more than maybe going on a whim of just your gut. Let's try Bob in Aurora. Hey Bob. Hey how you doing? Not too uh, bad. Running back question. Chris Thompson, Adrian Peterson uh, Barber from Tampa Chris Carson or Justin Jackson. Need two of them. You need two of them. Let's go AP and Car- Carson. Uh, I'm going to try and move a little quicker here because I know the lines are full. Let's try Tom in Naperville. What do you got, Tom? Um, I've got quarterback dilemma. We're in the playoffs. I've got Goff going against the Bears tonight. Uh, tonight. Yep. I've got Wentz against the Cowboys and I just picked up Josh Allen who's played well the last couple of weeks and they're playing the Jets. Yeah, you know what, I, Tom, this is a process question. If you want to lose your playoffs because you started Josh Allen, feel free. I'm not going there yet. There's been Way too much inconsistency from Josh Allen for me to start him over either. Goff or Wentz, I would use Goff. I know it's a tough matchup against the Bears, but look, Sean McVay. I'll say it again and again. I, I trust him over virtually every other play caller in the NFL these days, and I trust that Jared Goff will, at the very, at the bare minimum, be uh, giving you a solid outing that you can, you know, f- feel comfortable with a safety net of like you know twelve to fifteen points from your quarterback. I know everyone wants the big game. But uh, Sean McVay, I just trust in him so much. Let's try Luke in Romeoville. What do you got, Luke? Hey, how's it going? So I'm in a PPR league. I'm looking for two running backs, uh, one for the flex position, one for one of my running sure. back positions. Four options would be Wilson Jr., Peyton Barber, Doug Martin, or uh, Jackson. I'm going to say I would use Wilson and Jackson. Martin's a little bit intriguing over Jackson, but uh, he's been dealing with the injury all week. He is expected to go, but uh, I, I think I would roll with what I saw from Justin Jackson late in the game last week for the Chargers against the Steelers. Patrick and Crown points. What do you got for me, Patrick? Hey, I got uh, quarterback quandary. Mm-hmm. I got uh, Kirk Cousins going against Russell C- Russell Wilson in the battle in Seattle. Sure, uh, let's go with the let's let's use Russell Wilson at home there against the Vikes. Hey, Nathan. Nathan's in LaPorte. What do you got? Uh, PPR League, flex position, Lamar Miller or Tevin Coleman? Uh, Lamar Miller. Don't think twice. Doing good. I'm no. rolling through him. Ryan in Dallas, Texas. Hey, what's up in the Longhorn State there, Ryan? Uh, uh, nothing much. Just had a quick question for you. Fire away. Uh, I need uh, For receiver, I need Alshon Jeffrey, Chris Conley, or Josh Reynolds. I know it's been frustrating, but I still got to say I'd use Alshon Jeffrey Conley right now. I'm not trusting unless I absolutely have to, and then Josh Reynolds. He's you know he could score, but the truth is you know he's not Cooks or Woods in that offense. Alshon Jeffrey still clearly a uh, you know a number you know the the second target share getter. After Zach Ertz in that Philadelphia offense, let's try Bob in Orland Park to close us out. What do you got, Bob? Hey Jeff, I got PPR league. Two, I need two running backs out of four: Philip Lindsay, Austin Eckler, uh, Sony Michelle, or Jeff Wilson Jr. So Lock and Lindsay can't get off of him, right. and then it's just like I'm crossing off Eckler because of what I saw last week. He didn't do much with his role. You have to think Justin Jackson's going to play a role. Now it comes down to Jeff Wilson versus Sony Michelle. Is it uh, PPR or standard, Bob? P- PPR. Uh, let's go with Wilson then because Michelle's just not going to catch too many passes for you, which really hinders his value. So, all right, folks, that's going to wrap it up for me here on ESPN 1000. Again, this is Fantasy Football Frenzy starting at every Sunday morning, 8 a.m. Fantasy Football Frenzy brought to you by Twin Peaks, the ultimate sports lodge, eats, drinks, scenic views. Don't go anywhere. Chris Black, Adam Abdallah, join me next right here on ESPN 1000.